Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today again this week <laughs> is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Monica. Thanks for that uh, wonderful introduction. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? All good in the hood. While we're at it, if you do enjoy our podcast, and we've been here for a while now, it would be awesome if you'd hop over and give us an iTunes review. iTunes reviews help podcasts get more visible, get more listeners, and reach a bigger audience. And because we are a relatively new podcast, we've only been around for a couple months, we want to reach that bigger audience, and you guys and gals can help us do that. That would be amazing. We have a few really, really awesome reviews already, which we're really happy about. But if you've been listening to us for a while and enjoyed what you're hearing, then iTunes is the way to go. We would appreciate that. We've been getting so much love on social media. So if you just take one of your social media comments and pop it over into iTunes, it would mean so much to us. That is true. I almost cried when I read all the love just recently in our group. So nice. Well, thanks everybody who's listening. We love you lots. You are everything to us. Oh, we're so cheesy again. Gosh, just coming up to Valentine's Day, you know. Oh, man. Ten <laughs> days out. And uh, actually, the Final Fantasy XIV, the online game that Monica and I play, has a Valentine's event on right now. Did you just play it already? No, I haven't done it yet. Have you? I signed up for the event and then you get a special duty and you have to do the special duty with a second person. So I did it with some random person (laughs) because obviously nobody else was around when I tried it and we didn't make it. We weren't very highly compatible. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe one of you guys would, would like to play it with me at some point. But yeah, it's a bit cheesy and very, very Valentine's y. Well, that's what Valentine's Day is all about, isn't it? Cheese and over-commercialization and cheese and vomit-inducing love fests that are kind of sweet and kind of just like, oh, go away. I'm more in the ah, go away section there, I have to say. But then where am I not in that section? <laughs> True. Uh, I've got some Valentine's Day plans to uh, go to a science festival evening and it's all about the dark history of humankind so i'm really looking forward to my valentine's day is that a date with tom it's a date with tom and my friend caroline well it sounds like it will be quite interesting the actual title is evil the science behind humanity's dark side Ooh, maybe that's a good idea to visit something like this on valentine's day 
mm-hmm. because you don't want the vomit-inducing cheesy. Well, anyway, of Final Fantasy fourteen, Monica, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the new news that came out during FanFest um, last weekend. And for the guys of you who don't know what FanFest is, FanFest is basically Final Fantasy's very own. Can you call it con? Not yeah, really. it's a convention. It's like yeah. awesome. It's like BlizzCon. It's what BlizzCon is to Warcraft and Overwatch and all of Blizzard Entertainment. And FanFest is that to the world of Final Fantasy. Exactly. And there are, with a difference, that there are three different locations where they do have FanFest. So there is one in North America or two or something. But there, there are FanFests in North America, in Europe, and obviously in Japan because that's where Final Fantasy stems from and comes from. And during the last FanFest, which was in Paris on the 2nd and 3rd of February, they introduced a lot of new things besides the new expansion, which will come out in July. Yeah, I think it was July. Yeah. July um, 2nd. Exactly, July 2nd. They also had a few other announcements, but the thing that we're going to talk about the most today is the fact that they also introduced a new race. Yes, the new race is, uh, well, it's new for Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's definitely not new to the Final Fantasy world. That's true. We're talking about the Viera race, which is a race of rabbit-like creatures. And you say creatures, that sounds like... Sounds like I'm talking about little hoppity-hoppity bunnies. Exactly, something really cutesy and really um, kids-friendly. But is it that really? I don't... Well, it depends what you expose your children to, I guess. (laughs) But these Viera, they have long ears, supple limbs, and they don't like to wear clothes. (laughs) I like it when you say that like that. And when we say race, what we also in general mean is that it's a playable race. So, I mean, there are a lot of different characters and NPCs in the game in general, um, but you couldn't play them before. But the Viera now you can play. Yeah, I first came across the Viera in Final Fantasy fourteen in the Costa del Sol. And all of a sudden, like, I just walked up on this dance troupe of, like, dancing Playboy bunnies. And really? You like, did? What? <laughs> Seriously, you've met them already in Costa del Sol? I haven't seen them in game before. Yeah, just as NPCs, though. Maybe I ignored them totally. When I was reading up about the race before, I noticed that they have been in a different game as well, like in 12 or something. But I haven't noticed them in 14 at all. (laughs) But as you already mentioned. That's funny. Maybe I actually, maybe it was just like dancers wearing Playboy Playboy bunny costumes. And it's not unlikely that you came across that in Costa del Sol. True. But also, who knows? Who knows? I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. (laughs) So one of the Vieira's signature traits is, like I say, they have these long, supple limbs. That's really long legs, really long arms, really long ears. And they wear stilettos. (laughs) Uh, Stilettos are a type of, like, really high, high heel with, like, a pointy heel for those that don't know. And this is actually relevant to, to our conversation today because <laughs> it's, it's kind of a trademark for the Viera. 
I which I do find very, very weird. Besides the long limbs and the distillettos most of the time, they do have a heightened sense of smell, which is very interesting to me because I can't smell anything. <laughs> I'm surprised you do you do you want to play a Viera money just to try to uh <laughs> See what that is like. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do. But then I'm not, I'm still a bit torn towards this race, I have to say. So the Viera, they live within the woods. So like they're a forest dwelling creature and there are male and female Viera, apparently. Uh, but they do live separately from each other and only get in contact when they feel the need to. <laughs> serious things, I guess. Uh, which leads me to a question. Like, these are rabbits. We've all, we all know what rabbits do when there are too many rabbits in a room. And then there are way too many rabbits in the room, if you know what I'm saying. So why do the male and female rabbit characters not, like, are, are they preventing the spread of their race? Probably. And maybe that's the reason why you can only play the female version of the Viera. Hmm. Or maybe the males are really, like unattractive maybe the the males don't look in a playboy bunny costume or would the males wear more like a chippendale costume i can get on board with that which is gross to say it's like the, the <laughs> naked cowboy that tom found in game oh recently. that was so funny <laughs> so a little bit of background on that one my boyfriend tom was in gridania the other day and he came across a character just dressed as the naked cowboy that you would see in you know times square new york so with pants and a cowboy hat and nothing else. And cowboy like, boots. Don't forget the boots. <laughs> Sorry, and the boots. It was darn funny. It was funny. But then it's interesting that naked men always somehow make you laugh. Or you find naked men funny, but you don't find naked women particularly funny when they walk around being all naked. True. But the reason why we're talking about this race is that even though Amanda said apparently there is a, a male and a female version of it, they basically only did launch the female version of it as a playable race within the game. Yeah, and we've never actually seen a male Viera in any Final Fantasy ever created. Even though the developers say that they do exist. Which but leads us to say, like, do they really... Exactly. Do they really? Apparently, there have been discussions about the male Viera, but then they discarded this discussion because of a separate race they introduced into Final Fantasy XIV uh, in the second expansion, or in the first expansion, Heavensward, uh, which is the Aura. Uh, and they have like male and female versions of it. They have horns and everything. They don't look like bunnies. <laughs> Both They're of like the opposite of bunnies. They look like they would eat bunnies for breakfast. That is, <laughs> is indeed true. But you have both genders. Or, I mean, you have a male and a female version. Doesn't mean that two genders is the only thing we have. But they do have horns and scales and sh stuff like this. So they look more threatening than probably a male Chippendale bunny. But if we're going purely on, like, this character as kind of a... Um, anime manga sex symbol like why are they only objectifying these female bunny characters like let's objectify the men too <laughs> you know it's gonna happen <laughs> did you watch the trailer where it introduced the viera and and how they were going to move within the game because it is really weird oh yeah no i watched that twice 
I find the entire portrayal of that race like overly sensual. Yeah, it's very sexualized. Like yeah. the entire movements, the, the they wear thongs for goodness sake. Like they have their bums on display all the time. It's and like the, the smallest panty you can ever have. That's still a panty. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, it's like their entire movement spectrum is just like it's almost like they're saying come hither no matter what they're doing you mentioned the stilettos in the beginning i didn't know what you what we researched when i saw the clip when i was watching the stream of the fan fest but the first thing that i thought was when they started to make her run she was wearing these super high heeled high heels is that my first initial thought was as if somebody can run like this with his Fucking high heels. Yep. <laughs> uh, apparently, the stilettos were actually the reason, one of the reasons that the Viera were originally included as a playable race in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, the animators and the illustrators were having some issues getting their legs to portray right in their super high heels. They were like coming off really angular and, and quite boxy and just looked quite shitty. And so you know, what's the point in having that slutty bunny race whose signature feature is these super sky-high stilettos if you can't have their super sky-high stilettos, right? (laughs) So they decided just not to put the race in until they could solve that issue. What, slutty bunny race? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good name. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is (laughs) it is what it is you see that raise that you're thinking that's like playboy bunny in 3d right there Mm -hmm. yeah we came across this is not really relevant to the viera conversation but i i think it's kind of still relevant we came across this twitter account the other day and it was a character who have had some mods on their account that allowed them to like run around more or less naked and take like kind of soft core pornography pictures of her character. I'm not sure if I would call that soft core pornography. It's like she had an obvious threesome in public in game. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty hardcore at at, at times. (laughs) Um, And I just like a lot of the, like the characters and the, the playable races right now, they they don't, come across specifically as like really sexual races like it's not the first thing i think when i see them i'm like ooh, that's a really sexy character i think probably the one you playing the mikoti i don't know how to pronounce her so yeah, the, the kitty race yeah. that's probably the one i would say is the, if i would rank them then definitely the kitty one is the one where i would be like someone wants anything sexual then they will probably pick that one well, the bunny character, the Viera, they're they're like you're well, gonna want to count about this. It is an invitation. It's yeah. like an invitation to draw more dirty pictures and take more dirty images. So I feel like these kitty and especially the slutty bunny race, the Vieras. I feel like they're inviting these fetishisms into an everyday occurrence. I know that there are other games like Elder Scrolls Online and Warcraft 2 to an extent that have had anthropomorphic races like the Khajiit and that's the only one that's coming off the top of my head right now and like the Tauren and 
Yeah, because you eat in Torin. I'm like, my brain is just fried today. But like they have these anthropomorphic races as well. But when I see a Khajiit, I'm not like, oh, I want to bang that Khajiit. You know, like <laughs> I, I can't imagine a Khajiit, which is like a, a cat humanoid character. I can't see that being like super sexy. Mm-hmm. Like the way that they're drawn, the way that they're portrayed don't come across as like the epitome of sex. Mm-hmm. Whereas these two races in particular in Final Fantasy are just like, it, it, it's almost like the cum is dripping off them, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I took my brain three seconds to basically process what you just said. Oh my God, I think I'm blushing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe I need a better way to say that. Oh. oh yeah, I agree. Yes, definitely. And the thing is that it was already an issue. Like when Final Fantasy XIV, the original version, when they launched it in 2010, and it all was a big mess back then, and everybody really rated the game very bad, and it was a bad gaming experience before they changed, um, before they relaunched it in 2013 as a Realm Reborn. But there was also the criticism that um, one that you're playing the Mikotis or the Kitty version and the Rogadin that they were only the only two races who had only a female and the Rogadin, they were only available to play as a male character. So that was also critic um, that came up back then in 2010. And so now I'm like, then why do you do that over-sexualized character that's already super over-sexualized in general, but then only making it a female playable race? I find that that move a bit problematic, I must say. Yeah, like if you're coming under fire for something already, why perpetuate it and make it worse? I do think that there is a lot, there are females play a strong role in Final Fantasy in general. Like within the game, like the main characters, there are a lot of females and and there are a lot of female leaders in everything. So that's really a nice representation there. But the thing with the slutty bunny and the slutty kitty, I do find very, very problematic. I mean, let's let's not talk too much about the golden saucer and like the playboy bunnies that are walking around in there as well. True. And they always like hardly wear anything. Yeah, it's basically nothing. You have played MMOs before. I've played a couple, yeah. So how is the clothing situation? How would you compare that with that game? Like, in general, I think, like, in Warcraft, clothing in the NPCs is, there's there's more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, of course, and obviously, no matter what game you go into, there are, like, slut mocks. People will do, like, a transmog of their character's clothing to be, like, as slutty as possible. And, like, that's fine. Uh, it's a thing. It's fine. And it's all a bit of fun, really. Yeah. But- like in general, the NPCs are, are are clothed and like it's it's not even that there's a problem with being naked. There's no problem with being slutty. It's just what benefit does it have to the game? You mean what does the sluttiness benefit the game? Yeah, in Final Fantasy, just what other than appealing to this fetishy side of the world? What's the point in having like a super sexualized character in a game? Yeah, that's a big question that I don't have an answer to. The thing is, if they would have portrayed, because when they, when you watch the video of the Vieira and the announcement, 
they were all basically not wearing a lot of clothing. Mm-hmm. So if they would have given a variety that's not only hair colors, like if they had like a Viera that is blonde that has okay, if you want her to wear almost nothing, then have her wear almost nothing. But then have a like a black haired one that has more clothing or like show us what the what the variety is um, besides them wearing black lace and have bunny ears. And Yeah, sure. I, I completely agree with you. Because when you're going through game, you're going to be gearing up and getting more gear depending on your class so show the viera wearing like your high level mage robes show your viera wearing your clunky marauder armor from like level 25 when you look like a tin can show them looking (laughs) as well as show them looking slutty and then show them looking in their like level 60 amazing high-tech gear yeah show the range and like I, I think, yeah, I agree that that would be better. But then I also wonder, do they wear their high heels with their clunky marauder armor? I do wonder the same thing. And also, I mean, what I found interesting during the, the keynote speech was that um, the director and producer, Yoshida something, let's just call him Yoshi for the sake of it. He said that because of the ears, they have to rethink the entire helmet issue, which for me makes total sense. Like that was an interesting fact that because obviously they have ears and the helmets function differently and the others always have the ears more on the side than at the top, that changes everything that has to do with helmets. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting fact. But why force them in stilettos in general? I already was a bit pissed that my female bark wore higher shoes when I got some Bart gear where I'm like, why do I have to wear high heels now? I don't want to wear freaking high heels. I am also like about two inches tall. So, you know, it just helps people see you. Well, does it though? And I was excited when I saw the bunnies. I can't deny because I'm like, oh, cute, a bunny. And then it got all sexual. And I was like, man, why always that? Yeah, I love playing like anthropomorphic playable races. Like I played the Mikot mm-hmm. and in Warcraft, I've played like a Tauren um, for a bit and I thought it was a really awesome race. And I actually really liked the Khajiit in ESO and Elder Scrolls franchises in general. Like I think that these characters are really cool. So, you know, if I were to ever re-roll an entire character or race change or whatever, would I try the bunny? Maybe. I would like to see a male version of the bunny. Like, just for, why the hell not? Yeah, same. I also want to know, does he wear a Chippendales outfit? Black lace, probably. Black trousers and a bow tie, and that's it. I'm wondering, though, why this is... It is funnier when you think of it like this. So that's also because men don't have a history of... I mean... Sure, it's, it can happen, and I'm not saying that it's not a problem as well, but women have been objectified and sexualized for centuries now, so that's why it's not funny, and it's funnier when you talk about the men being all objectified, which can cause similar problems. I'm not going to deny that. Listeners, do you play any Final Fantasy games, and have you come across the Viera as a playable race, or have you come across Fran in Final Fantasy XII? 
What do you think about the way that they are portrayed? Do you think that they are just super cool? Are you maybe a little bit turned on by them? Because that's okay. Uh, Do you think they're overly sexualized? Do you think they're kind of unnecessarily sexualized? Or do you think that like Final Fantasy is so fucking rad that they can do whatever they want and it doesn't seem to matter? (laughs) All of these are valid options. And Monica and I would love to know what you think about them. What do we think about this? You and me? Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of on the, on the fence. I'm like, they're pretty cool. I'd probably play one. But give me clothes. Yeah, but, you know, I, I would like some clothes. But it's that's a, a problem that I have with, like, a lot of Final Fantasy. I find that all of a sudden you're level 30 and your new armor, it's like a doily. Like, uh, how is this going <laughs> to block anything? Or you're walking through Winter Wonderland and all you're wearing is leather straps. Yeah. <laughs> People, I'm freezing my ass off here. But okay, just give me a leather strap armor. Yeah, it's fine, you know. I do think that they do a lot of things really, really well. And I think generally a lot of things when they are made in Japan have the tendency of a slutty bunny. Mm. So I'm not sure. I think that there is a lot of things that work in an Asian game that wouldn't work in that obvious sexualized way as it is here because I mean nobody can tell me that they see that slutty bunny and not think of a playboy bunny there Mm -hmm. so but that's not something that happens in like that obvious in other games I don't know I guess or at least that's not that I noticed that that much before so I'm like, yeah, sure, you can have all the slutty bunnies that you want, but it would also be nice to have at some point some counter. Some Either not slutty bunnies. <laughs> some not slutty bunnies, some male slutty bunnies. And people want to objectify and sexualize, and they do that anyway. So I don't have to give more invitation than there already is because they will sexualize whatever they find. They're probably also going to sexualize Rogadin if they want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't have to put it out like this and give them give a, a huge invitation of make Final Fantasy porn with me. <laughs> it's out there already. <laughs> yeah. It which doesn't is, need an invitation. <laughs> yeah, which is all fine and good and well and everybody does what they want to do, which is good. Give me more variety so that I can choose. And so that I don't feel I have to be a slutty bunny now. I think that's all we've got for you today on uh, this kind of ranty, kind of awesome, kind of slutty episode of Geek Herring. Kind of slutty. <laughs> Sorry if I said anything super inappropriate. If you have enjoyed this episode, then you probably also know that we also have a merch store where you can get all the amazing t-shirts that you would like to have as a geek girl or geek guy out there. So hop over to our website, geekhearing.com, and click on Merch Store right at the top at the navigation bar, and then you can find all the awesome things. Yeah, you'll be able to rep your geek herring pride. Awesome. So thanks for listening, and see you again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. 
Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.